0: Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook, and it is another awesome day for another awesome podcast of how to become next on scene in your field of business or in your passion. And I am so excited for my awesome guest um, today, and I'm really excited for you to learn more about her and all the things she's doing. And if you are a woman listening to this episode, no matter what age you are, this is for you and super inspiring. Um, So I can't wait to hear your feedback. So first, I was like to start with the marketing tip. So my marketing tip of the week, um, I actually have a video coming out all about the trends in Instagram. Um, I think they can be repurposed on multiple platforms, so take this at face value, but Video marketing is not the only thing you should be doing. Static images, meaning one solo image, is not the only content you should be putting out. You need to mix up your content. You need to do carousels, which are multiple images at a time. You need to do static images, which are one single image. And then you also need to do short videos. If you ever do videos over 60 seconds, if you mix it in with your content, it really might even help your algorithm. So the more you use and the more different content you put out, the more social media boosts your content. So don't forget about that. Obviously, certain platforms have certain restrictions with lengths Of videos and how many images you can use. But like I said, take this information at face value and mix up the type of content you're putting out. It's going to help you grow, get more exposure and more engagement in the long haul. So that is my marketing tip of the day. Now I am super excited to bring on my amazing guest. We have Philippa, the founder of Camp Chateau. She also has two other co-founders, but today we're interviewing her and it is a camp, For women in the south of France. And they are launching this summer. I'm so excited for you guys to learn more about it. Get inspired. Learn about all the things they're doing, how you can get involved and participate. Can't wait for you to meet her and get inspired. Stay tuned for the amazing Philippa. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Philippa, the founder of Camp Chateau. Hi, Philippa. How are you today? Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, you are so awesome. You are doing amazing things and so all about my brand, Next On Scene, what is next to know about. Your camp is definitely one of them and I'm more women need to do this. So tell us all about what Camp Chateau is and how it got started. Well, I could talk about this for hours.
1: So I will try and hone in. Let's start with what is it? So it's a little easier to explain what it is not. So when people think about coming to Camp Chateau and we are a summer camp for women only in the southwest of France in a chateau and it's 20 acres of grounds. So yes it's camp but it's a chateau. So you know it's a it's a combination of you will have shared accommodation but you will be in a stunning 12th century chateau. What it is not is somewhere for you to come to work on your leadership skills to work on your self-esteem, to feel different levels of power, or um, develop how your mentoring coaching skills are going. No, we are not that. That's all really important to do. But what we're about is you are already awesome. You're already awesome, and you need a break. Mm-hmm. And so you should come somewhere that we know is completely tranquil, and rejuvenating and have a wonderful time celebrating that you are already great so our motto really is you know you be you bring yourself do whatever you want and so that's what we're about and we are filling up camp for our first summer this summer I love it. so i have with some amazing follow-up. women so yes, why so did
0: you pick the it. south of france why was that i mean it sounds amazing but like out of all places just curious have to ask
1: well, yes, that's quite personal part of the story because I have been going to this particular area of France for years. Someone in my family has a house in that valley, just a little house in the valley. And so I've been visiting the Selle River in the Kelsey region for 15 or so years. Now, the area itself is very unique. You don't find really any American tourists there. You find some British tourists, you find some Dutch tourists, interestingly, and plenty of French tourists, because it's one of those unknown, unspoilt regions. The whole valley is protected under part of the French protection of historical monuments and areas, so there is nothing new. There's no steel, there's no concrete. It's all stone and tile, untouched, beautiful region. It's known as the Black Triangle of France because there's no light pollution. So at night, it's just stars and the Milky Way overhead. And there's no motorway. So it's just quiet, peaceful, completely restorative. So that's why this region. I know it. I know how beautiful it is. And I wanted to share it with people. And uh, you'll know that if you come. As soon as you arrive, you feel it. You feel like, oh, I can just relax.
0: I'm already feeling zen, like hearing this. Um, <laughs> you should, you should. That's so exactly how long like. is the camp? Like, how long is it? Well, we're going to be
1: running all summer, but each camp session is six days and five nights. So you arrive on a Tuesday, you have five days of activities, you leave on the Sunday. Amazing. And during those six days, every single thing is included. So your food, your wine, all your activities, all your accommodation, Because we want people to just arrive and then let go of everything.
0: Mm -hmm. Can people stay longer than a week if they want?
1: You know, it's funny you should say that because people keep asking me that. (laughs) And so we will definitely find a way that people can do back-to-back consecutive weeks. Probably not this summer because we only have the staff to be able to have one set of staff. And as soon as we have continuous programming, we need more staff because we want to make sure they have time off. Uh So so this year you can come for one week, then go away for a day and a half and come back. That's fine. But you can't stay all the way through. One of the things that camp director Tegwin Evans and I are very focused on is we want our camp counselors to also be having the time of their life because then we will. Mm -hmm. If they're having fun, we'll all have fun. If they're relaxed, we'll all be relaxed. So we have one week sessions so that they get a break.
0: I love it. Tell me more about this family business because your kids are all working with you, which I love so much. So, I love that they're a big fan of it. They support it. You know, it's a team effort. So, tell tell us more about that too.
1: Yeah, the um, the family nature of it sort of came about. It wasn't intentional. We didn't go into this business thinking, "Hey, let's do this as a family." Instead, I went into the business with two co-founders. One is a long-term friend of mine, my best friend for twenty-five years. And the other co-founder is my eldest daughter. So between the three of us, we have a sort of good demographic spread on our understanding and what we want and, you know, what our needs are. And then as time went on and we started to look at who are we going to hire to actually run this business, we realized we had a lot of these skills in the family. And so when we started to look at who do we need to actually work on this business? Um, Well, first of all, I'll say it wasn't me to start with. I had a job. I had a full-time job as chief risk officer. I was just doing this on the side. So the first family member to join full-time was me. And uh, this was last summer. I was laid off from my job at a fintech bank. And I had a moment of deciding, do I want to go and be a C-suite risk management executive somewhere else now? There are lots of jobs in that space or not. And they took me about a day to get to or not. Mm -hmm. And so I decided um, that I would actually take this on full time. So I became full time CEO at that point. And then we started to think about, well, we need designers. We need people with marketing expertise. We need somebody who knows how to organize a camp and we need property managers. So let's start looking at how we're going to recruit those people. Well, conversation first of all with my eldest daughter who is one of my co-founders. She has a lot of experience in setting up a business and a lot of the social media side of how you get the word out so she started to become much more engaged a few hours a week and then sort of progressing to nearly a day a week helping us with the marketing strategy and the website design. My eldest stepdaughter is actually a designer And so she developed the whole style guide for Camp Chateau, the logo, the style language, the colours, everything. So so that was fantastic. So she did that. We're like, why would we go elsewhere? We already have it here. Um, And then when we started to think about camp director, I reached out to my youngest child who lives in Berlin. Um, Their name is Tegwin. Uh, They're non-binary, and have they, them pronouns. They've been out in Berlin for five or six years now. They were an avid camper in their youth. And they're a photographer and an artist, really plugged in to the whole artisan art community and highly organized. And so we had a conversation said, you know, I'm going to hire a camp director. How do you feel about that? And um, Teg and I talked about it for a couple of months until they decided, you know, this is actually something I could get excited about. And I think if you were to ask them today, what's been interesting with that role in particular is that Teguin has a set of skills they didn't even know they had that they've been applying since moving into this role. So I, the productivity and the effectiveness of that role is five times more than I was anticipating. So we're finding, actually, it's great working together. And we do it by being very focused on our values. We spent a lot of time early on working out what are our values. And our values are authenticity, community, excellence, and joy. And so as long as we keep leaning into those four things, we work really well together. We're very authentic with each other. We're very honest with each other. We keep focusing on this is supposed to be fun. Let's make sure we keep having fun. And I am the one who probably has to stretch the most because my family members who are involved are younger than me. I have been in my role, could easily be more set in my ways for, you know, 30 years I've been working. And so I find I'm the one who needs to be the most thoughtful about making sure I'm giving space to everybody to contribute what it is that they're bringing. So I'm trying very hard to be someone who listens as much as I talk.
0: I love that. I think it's so awesome. Like, I think that's really special to have your family involved, all get along, all be creative, share ideas and flexible, be flexible with that, right? It's been such a bonus. It really has. It was an
1: unexpected extra joy in this business is that I've been able to work
0: with my family members and my best friend in the way that I am. So awesome. So what's your backstory prior to Camp Chateau? Like, tell us more about your backstory. I'm a recovering banker.
1: I'm also a recovering lawyer. So, a bit of a nerd. I have a PhD and I have been working in risk management in banking for many, many years. And so, the last um, 25 or so here in the States, I came out to America in 1996, originally English. You might catch that in my accent. Uh, (laughs) But I've been out here for a very long time and all my children are American. It's (laughs) stuck with you, though. It's stuck with you. I love that. My mother would disagree. <laughs> she, she thinks I sound very American. That's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so I have been working in the financial services industry most of my career with a, a background in law, and and I, you know, I teach and, and I've written a textbook on risk management. So boring, nerdy kind of
0: aspects you of need my that. life. Look how this is going to save you and protect you in so many ways. Right? You've learned how to protect yourself. Very- very true. Mm-hmm. So um the
1: risk management aspect of this, we have nailed because I'm not going to let that slip. And the complexities about starting a business in Europe, and it's not simple to set up a company and purchase a chateau, and hire people in France and the companies also in the Netherlands is fairly complex. But this background that I have means that those are just tasks to be done. They're not formidable challenges. It's just work.
0: Mm -hmm. So cool. I think like to your point though, you need the nerdiness to run a successful business. You need both hats to be creative, but you need the creative nerd to like combine with it. I think personally. Yeah,
1: you really do. And I think this is where I lean into um, the other members of the team is that they are more artistic and creative than I am. I know that I'm creative, but I'm not artistic. Right, So when it comes to really building an experience that's going to be fun for everyone, we needed this groupthink to make that happen. I can do the you know, raising the funds and setting up the company and organizing the way that this company will work, making it a joy to attend, relied on this whole team. And so we're all contributing something that's very important.
0: Oh, cool. So now let's talk about the campers. So who are the ideal campers for this? Tell us about the activities that are going to go on.
1: Yeah, so first question, are you a woman or do you identify as a woman? If so, this camp is for you. And that's kind of the whole demographic. A few people have said to me, well, you know, is it a particular age group? Is it a particular nationality? No, it's really not. We expected to have a lot more campers be in the sort of 40 plus demographic. But actually, we're finding a really great range of ages. We have people in their 20s and their 30s, as well as their 40s and their 50s and their 60s. We also have people from many countries. We have Americans. We have people from Portugal, from Malaysia, from the United Arab Emirates, from the UK. Fascinating mixture of women coming in to camp. If you enjoy spending time with women and you feel like you are a little burnt out, need a break. This is going to be wonderful for you. You don't actually have to participate in all the activities. So I said at the beginning, you know, do what you want while you're with us. We will provide you with an opportunity to do three activities every day. You can choose to do them or choose not to do them. If you're a very physical person, you like to get out and about, and get fresh air, then we have hiking and kayaking and horseback riding and a ropes course and lots of outdoor activities and a badminton and bull and all those things and three swimming pools. So plenty of outside things to do. If you're more of an artistic bent or and an artistic bent, we will have watercolors and journaling and a cyanotype and flower pressing. If you like the arts and crafts side, we're going to make lavender bags and essential oils and we'll be making jams and doing some French cooking. And of course, there will be wine tasting. Love it. (laughs) So you pretty much collate your own day. You decide these are the things that I want to do. This is when I want to just have free time and you plan your five days accordingly, which means you'll be in and out of different groups. Sometimes you'll be with your bunk mates. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes you'll be meeting new people. Sometimes it'll be with your best friend that came with you. And in that way, we keep it interesting for you socially, but very, very little pressure to do anything at all.
0: So how many people like would you room with? How many people would be in the activities? Like, Have you guys gauged that too? Or? Yeah, so the chateau bedrooms themselves are
1: absolutely enormous. So we could have decided um, to make this a luxury spa retreat. You know, and put one or two people in these giant bedrooms, charge them an arm and a leg and provide expensive facials. (laughs) We decided that's not what we were looking for. What we wanted was something super inclusive where more people could experience it. And so this is how, as a group, we came up with the idea of bunk rooms and making it camp. So in each bedroom, there can be between four or six single beds. Each person gets their own single bed. It's not it's not bunks, it's beds. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you get a bed, and then for each bunk room or bunk room suite, there are some bunk rooms that are two connecting. You will then have a total of six or eight people sharing one of the ensuite bathrooms. Now, the ensuite bathrooms in the chateau were actually all renovated and designed by the owner who lived there in the nineteen twenties, and so she lined every one of the bathrooms with hand-painted portuguese tiles each bathroom in a completely different theme they're wonderful so you and your bunk will have access to your unique ensuite bathroom and then we provide an additional three shower stalls there are additional toilets around the property as well within the chateau so that you don't know, waiting we don't want anyone waiting for people to get out of the shower and then um, if bunking with Four to six people is not for you. We have glamping tents, and the glamping tents are down in the grounds, three minute walk to the main door of the chateau, within the property of the chateau grounds, and those sleep two people. So we'll have two single beds in each glamping tent, and they have their own shower block that is attached to the um, main pool that we have on so the so
0: cool, so cool. And what about like the activities? So. That's the bunkmates. When you attend activities, like will the same amount of people be in the activities or? Uh, so there's an it depends answer to that one. Uh, if, for example, you decide you wanted
1: to do the morning yoga, we can really take as many people as want to go. For yoga, we have plenty of space. 25 people want to go to yoga. We probably will be fine accommodating them. But some of the other things like the jam making class or some of the arts classes will limit it to somewhere between 10 to 15, so that you're getting the attention of the counsellor. You're getting an opportunity to really dabble in that skill. You're not just one of a big crowd. Mm-hmm. But we'll offer quite a lot of the classes multiple times during your stay, so that when you're selecting, well, I'd like to do watercolours, but it filled up already, Ah, uh, but I can do it on Thursday afternoon, so I'll do it on Thursday
0: afternoon. So cool. I'm so excited. So, obviously, for our audience, too, like you're just launching this. Like, can we share more about that? So, your first summer is going to be this summer, right? That's right. It's super exciting. We're having so much fun at the moment
1: because we're putting everything together for the first summer. We've actually had the chateau since April of last year. They handed over the key. And the key, by the way, is as big as my head. It's a medieval. (laughs) heavy key that unlocks the gates. Fantastic. It's like something from Sleeping Beauty. So we've had that key. And last summer, we just rented the properties on Airbnb while we got used to just running the grounds. This year, camp starts. So on June 20th, we have our first founding members week. And then June 27th is our second founding members week. And Founding members are people who have invested in Camp Chateau. They have a special two weeks and then from then, from July 4th, we have regular camp. Anybody can come to regular camp. And that runs for the next six weeks. So there's six sessions running from beginning of July to the middle of August. So. We can take up to 50 people. We'll probably cap it at around 40 people this first summer. Um, and then people will be spread between glamping tents and bunks, depending on what they select.
0: Mm-hmm. So cool! I'm like living through the vision right now. Like, I feel like it's su- such a cool idea and so needed. Like, so many women need it. They or oh, they're overworked. They're parenting. I'm a new mom. Yeah. I can relate to all of this. You know, like I just, it's awesome. What an awesome thing you're doing. Well, women do need
1: this, and I think they need it for multiple reasons. One is the last few years have been particularly brutal. I mean, we all know that, and the burnout rate that you're seeing in the States in in particular, I can quote the numbers there, but in the States, women are experiencing stress 50% higher levels than men. And men are stressed. So they're stressed, we're super stressed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because people have multiple responsibilities. There's work and home. So there's work and children, or there's work and parental care. It's work and something for a lot of people. And so those women just need a break. They really just need a break, and it's a sort of urgent need. Actually, people need to stop and relax. Mm-hmm. Then the second thing is, I mean, even if that stress level comes back down and normalizes a bit in the coming years, women are often asked, particularly in the workplace, to not be authentically themselves. And the way I like to, to talk about this is, that, you know, if you choose to go into a patriarchal kind of industry, like I did. Financial services. A lot of the guidance that you get is that you can be more successful if you could just be more like a man. Here's the ways that you can make yourself not like you. Mm -hmm. So be less emotional. Don't apologize all the time. Stand with your hands on your hips in the Superman pose so that you feel confident. When somebody steals your idea, point it out you just stole my idea. Now, this is all advice on how you can be different. So that you could be successful. And that in itself is exhausting. And then if you put in intersectionality and add on being a woman of color or AAPI or LGBTQ, then you're asking people to put on multiple masks just to fit. And what we believe at Camp Chateau is that you are authentically fabulous. And sometimes you need to be able to just take all those masks off and just be yourself. Mm -hmm. And that will be restorative. To you in a way that will give you resilience so that you can go back in there and fight the good fight when you get back to work. But this is about you just having space to be authentic and relaxed.
0: I'm like feeling zen. Like I said, seriously, this is the beginning of our (laughs) conversation. I'm feeling the vibes that that the camp's putting out. I love it so much. So, really briefly, too, we talked about this. So, what is a founding member? I know you're still taking them through November. So, can you inform us more of what that is, too?
1: Yeah. So one of the more audacious things that we decided at the beginning is
0: let's see if we
1: can fund this completely with women. Has it ever been done? I don't know. Let's see if we can. We just bold idea. How would we do it? So I reached out to my Facebook friends and I don't have many, a couple of hundred at the most. When we were first thinking about this as Camp Chateau and I asked people, this is what we're thinking, you know, Camp for Women, Southwest of France, beautiful chateau." what do you think? And the reaction was so positive that we thought, well, maybe some of these people would be interested in actually funding it too. And then we thought, well, what we don't want is only to have it funded by old rich white ladies, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's not the vibe we're going for. We're going for inclusion. Mm -hmm. So we built this model, got a founding member model, and it's sort of inspired by golf club and country club memberships. Because you know my husband's a golfer, so we often see these kinds of agreements coming our way. And um, the idea is that you pay as a founding member to join, and we treat that as a loan. So the lowest member that you can come in at is 6,500 euros. And for your 6,500 euros, you will receive 5% a year interest. And at the end of three years, you can say, I'd like my principal back and we return the principal to you. So in effect, we're getting an interest only loan. But then what we do is we engage those members because they get free camp. So all our founding members come to camp for free for the whole of the time that they remain invested. And we would like them to remain for the whole of their lives. We would like them to come to camp. And this is part of their life. We have built our business models so that we can have a couple of weeks every year that don't generate any revenue so that our founding members can come for free wow. every year. Mm-hmm. So several times people have said to me, so I pay 6,500 every year. No, you pay 6,500 once, we give you 5%, you come to camp for free year after year after year, because we want you to help us make this the best that it can be And by having, we have now 60 founding members, by having 16 founding members, they all have opinions and voices. And we're going to ask them in those founding member weeks, lots of questions. Are you comfortable? Are you hot? Are you cold? Are you bored? Are you overstimulated? Are you doing too much or too little? Is the food fabulous? Is there enough wine? You know, (laughs) we'll ask all those questions. And based on our founding members' answers, it will help us to make camp better and better and better every year. And they also have their own networks of people. Well, I can tell you that we have a a, um, Facebook group that's only for people who've signed up as campers or as founding members. That group already is starting to just bond. It's so fantastic to see, you know, hey, I'm arriving in Paris on Saturday. I thought I'd do a couple of days there. When are you arriving? Oh, I'm taking the train. Oh, I could come on the train with you. And people are just meeting each other. In this Facebook group, and when they meet each other in person, I'm so excited for those weeks because I know all these people now. Mm -hmm. They don't all know each other, and they're going to love each other. It's awesome.
0: I love it. So, what's the goal? So, obviously, now you want to fill the campers, you want to get more founding members. Like a year from now, like what is what is the next goal? Well, what we'd love is
1: we'd love to sell out this summer. That would be fantastic. I'd love to have to add a couple of weeks this summer that would be huge that's a lot to ask from a first year you know we are on track to break even this year which would be amazing for a first year and you still have a couple months and we still we still have right. a couple months so right. yeah so things are looking really good right now what we would love is next year the way that we've also built our business model is that we can reinvest in the property every year So one of the things we'll do to reinvest in the property is start to build out the third floor. There's enormous, enormous attic space on the third floor. So we can add a couple more bedrooms. We probably won't ever have more than about 60 people per session. We want there to be enough that it's really fun, but not so much that you feel mobbed. Mm -hmm. And the dining hall itself can comfortably seat 100. So we'll stop at 60 probably. Um, so we'd like to add extra rooms and we'd like to lengthen the season. I would love season to start the beginning of June and end the end of September. Quite a few people have said to me they'd love to come in September. Mm-hmm. And it is a beautiful time to come. Right now, we don't have that set up. But as it's a learning structure.
0: curve. You're learning everything right now, right? Like this That's exactly right. Like, and we time. time like, yeah, and you have what's... to be ready to quickly pivot right if
1: we find something is not working we need to
0: quickly just pivot but at and least do we something can. That this does. is the time like you're learning so it's a good time to do that as soon as you realize it right and we have really great
1: advocates for us because the founding members want us to succeed mm-hmm. and so they're very positive and helpful when they ask tough questions those questions we appreciate because it helps us do better so cool
0: I'm excited for you, Phil I'm excited for the whole Camp Chateau team. I'm going to be blasting you. this everywhere. Come. Yes, come. I know. I, I have a 60. I was telling Tegwin, like I have a 15 month old son, so I'm still just getting used to like mm-hmm. new mom life, but it is on my agenda of goals. So if I don't come this summer, I'm going to make it a goal for
1: sure. One of the things we found happened quite a lot in the last few months is two people sign up to come and then a week later, they add a friend. And then a week after that, they had a friend. And then a week after that, they had a friend. And then these groups of two people keeps morphing into sixes, which is really fun because they're going to take over a bunk room. I know. So I can see, you know, as soon as they talk to their friends about it, they all get jealous and want to come, which is perfect marketing for us.
0: It's true. So how much is it, by the way, to go for a week? How much is it as a camper? uh, Yes, 1,980
1: euros, which is roughly $2,000, a little bit more than $2,000, like 2050 or something right now with the exchange rate. And for that, you get everything. So you get accommodation, food, wine, all activities included. The only thing you can pay extra for is a massage. We're going to have a little massage room at the top of the hill in our quiet zone, which is where the hammocks and the silent pool is. And um, so that's something you cannot to pay for. Mm-hmm. And you need to pay for any shuttle to get you to camp. But once that you arrive at camp. Question. So where do you fly into? Yeah, we have people coming in lots of different ways. Uh, most people are flying into Toulouse. And Toulouse is a two-hour drive. And we're working on the pricing, but they're probably less than 100 euros. And um, so we have shuttles picking up on a fairly regular basis from Toulouse airport. You can also fly to Rodez Airport, which is only 55 minutes away. There are less flights to Rodez. Mm -hmm. Quite a few people are coming down by train because they're going to Paris for the weekend and then they're getting the early train on Tuesday morning uh, because it's a beautiful train ride. Mm -hmm. You just sit on the train for five and a half hours and then you get to within 12 minutes of the chateau. So we'll just come pick you up for free if you take the train down. So we have some groups of women who are doing that too. And then other people are renting cars and coming. We have people flying into Barcelona, driving up from Barcelona. So you can just, you know, make your way there any way you want. We'll try and make it as simple as possible. We have a travel blog that gives people guidance on how to make their travel
0: arrangements. I love it. I think for, because like price, I think that's such a good price for a week with everything. That's amazing. Everyone you know, needs to go. go. I know.
1: It's, you know, it's interesting because we wanted to, pitch both the cost of coming to camp and the cost of founding membership so that more people could choose to do it. Now, I'm not saying that $2,000 is something everybody has. They don't. Right? But more people do have that. More people are spending that on a holiday um, so that it becomes attainable for a much broader demographic of attendees, which is why we have women coming at all levels of seniority because they're able to afford to come. I've actually had some women who have been reticent about it because they think it's not enough. So they're nervous that maybe it's not that great because you're only charging 1,980 euros. I'm like, no, this is priced appropriately so that you know it's camp. You're not going to be in your own private room, Mm. but you are going to be in a chateau. So you're not roughing it. You're just sharing your spaces, and we want to see, you know, can we fill it up this summer at this price point?
0: So cool. This has been so awesome. So can you share with me how everybody can get in touch, sign up as a camper, a founding member, get in touch with you, all the things? Yes, super easy. We're www.campchateau.com.
1: Perfect. So if you go to campchateau.com, you'll see details about Camp Life. You'll see a booking link. You'll see how to meet the founders and learn more about founding membership. It's all there on the website. And you can always email me, philippa at campchateau.com. Or for sort of more camp directed questions, Tegwin, just T-E-G-W-E-N, at Camp Chateau. And um, we can help you answer any questions you have. I like to meet all the founding members in person, on video. I'm always happy to do a call with you.
0: So awesome. Everybody that is a female, identifies as a woman, definitely go. This sounds like an amazing opportunity. Philippa, you are amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been of great course. to meet you and spend time with you. Same. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Becoming Next On Scene. And stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in between. What it takes to become Next On Scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.